Hi, this is Sarah Lewandowski with Advantages Magazine, and welcome to our latest podcast. I'm joined today by Aaron Montgomery, co-host of the Two Regular Guys podcast that focuses on the decorated apparel industry. Aaron is one of the experts featured in our September 2018 Advantages cover story, which looks at the current demand at retail for super personalized, even completely customized products and how the promotional industry is also meeting that demand. So Aaron, thanks so much for being with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on another podcast here. Yes, it's great. Um, so, you know, as we had talked about for the article, there's been this growing demand for individualized products among among consumers. And, you know, I know, like, everybody probably has one of those mugs that has your name on it, a really simplistic font from, like, you know, a souvenir shop at the beach, for instance. They've been around for a long time. But now we're looking at everything from, you know, subscription boxes curated to an individual's tastes to these live customization events where attendees can actually design their own products to fully custom garments like dress shirts and M-Tailor, where you actually use an app to take a video of yourself in these form-fitting clothes, and you get a tailor-made garment delivered to your doorstep in a couple weeks. Um, So where is this demand for individualized products coming from? Who's driving it? And what kind of technology in both imprinting and e-commerce size is facilitating it? Well, I think a, a big part of the demand probably comes from... You know, the noisy world that we live in today, we're, we're connected 24-7, we're, we're bombarded with text and messages and messengers and Facebook feeds and Twitter feeds and, and the whole whole nine. So we, we want to, I guess, we probably feel a little bit like we're being <laughs> pushed down in that noise, and we want to be able to stand out and, and be different from the crowd. So, um you know, that's that. I think to me, that probably, from a human standpoint, seems to be the driver of it. You know, everybody I've talked to, uh, people just like to stand out and, and be individual and, and not be, you know, just another number on a on a Facebook feed or, or something along those lines. So, um, and I think the other part of it is we're now, as a society or in general, more used to personalization. Um, you know, I no longer get the same newspaper thrown on my driveway that that my neighbor does you know that that's kind of gone gone away you hardly see that anymore these days you know we all now have our own personalized customized feed that we get either through facebook or google news or whatever the case may be there so um i think those two things seem to me to be the driver of it we, we want to stand out plus we're getting more and more used to having things custom made for us instead of just being you know, another category, another size, you know, like you mentioned with the M Taylor thing, that, that garment's going to be made specifically to you, um, those kinds of things. So, you know, to me, that that's kind of the driver. Um, when Then when you look at those things, you know, you say, why can't I have my own shirt, socks, decorated mug, things like that, you know? And the digital technology that's become available in the printing world um, it's been around, but it continues to grow and advance and become more cost-effective and things like that. So you're seeing things like DTG, sublimation, um, even, you know, single-pass kind of technology in the fashion world take off uh, because now from a print production side, we can handle that customization and put it right into our, our workflow that we would have on, on a normal production floor where we're making mass pieces, but now we can customize because we have this digital technology that allows us to 
put somebody's name separately on each piece or, or an individual picture in each piece. And, and that's not going to change our production flow because we don't have the big long setups like we used to have. Um, and then you mentioned the technology side of it. You know, I think that also is playing a big piece in, in the whole driver of the, the process because now it's also much easier. Um, you know, instead of going in and having to have somebody do a bunch of work and, and have this big, long hand-holding process with the customers, you know, the e-commerce platforms are getting better at it. There's, there's all sorts of technologies that, uh, you know, allow for images to be clipped and, and, and whatever. You've got those kinds of things coming on board more and more. So that technology then also makes the front-end process of it a lot more user-friendly, a lot more, you know, accessible to people that don't have the graphic design skills. And uh, therefore, you know, there's not all the hand-holding and it becomes an affordable thing for everybody. So I think in, in kind of sum it all up there, all of the technology is advancing to a point where it just makes that more possible and, and that's what we want now. So we're willing to pay for it. So, you know, because this is such a growing demand, especially retail, how is the promo industry currently meeting that same demand, and is it important that it does so? Um, you know, that's an interesting question for sure, because I, I think in some cases, you know, some of the promo products folks that I've seen or encountered and, and worked with, um, some of them aren't really meeting that demand quite yet. I think they're still... In the promo world, a lot of people that are, are still kind of going about things the same same way. You know, they've got a catalog with 10,000 trinkets in it, and, um, you know, they're looking for 10,000-piece orders. And and that's all great. And it, obviously, people have made a great living doing that uh, for a long time. But I think that uh, as the demand continues to grow and change, I think a lot of companies are going to be just forced to do things differently. Um, you know, one of the consulting companies that I work with that does sublimation manufacturing. They do a lot of stuff for promotional products company and they still get asked all the time for a fax number or they'll have a, an AOL address send over a handwritten purchase order. You know, so to me, it's kind of like, okay, we need to kind of get into the digital age here um, because that's all, it, it's all across the board. If, if you're not doing those, those things, you're also going to be having that same, uh, your customers are going to see you that way as well, and they're going to go, wait a second, why, why am I doing business with somebody that has an AOL address or, or those kinds of things? So um, I think that it's important that they do this, though. Um, you know, so you're asked, you know, what are they doing to meet the demands? And I think in some cases they're not doing anything yet, but I think it is important for people to jump to that and, and meet that demand because they – are, are seeing things differently. I've also had an opportunity to work with some companies that are doing things a lot differently. And, and the first change that they're making is how they're selling and, and the way that they're going about talking to their customers. And, and they're doing things that uh, are not necessarily worried about how much this piece is going to cost, but how much awareness is this going to get for the brand? You know, that cost per impression, the CPI, um, you know, it's not how many nickels the thing's going to cost for the cheaper widget. It's what does this do for the brand? How does this help that brand set themselves apart from all of that noise? You know, what's that uh, tactile piece that, that we can give to people out there that 
will allow them to identify with the brand. So I think it is really important. I think people are starting to get there. I think um, you know the need to embrace the technology, the need to kind of change how business is done and what those conversations are is very important. And I think the people that are already doing that or, or getting ready to do that are going to be a, a lot better positioned. And they seem to be having a great deal of success with it. The profit margins are bigger, things like that. So um, very important. And what have you seen, you know, this quest for individualized products? I mean, not just at in the promotional industry, but also in, in retail and the larger consumer environment. What are consumers willing to disclose? I mean, I'm even, you know, thinking about like 23andMe and those kinds of services where people are, you know, giving a company access to their genetic code, um, you know, just to get a, a readout of their of their heritage. I mean, what have you seen consumers are willing to disclose to get this these individualized products? Yeah, yeah, this is a really great question. And, and I think um, it kind of in, in a way to me tells the story of, you know, quote unquote, why um, personalization and customization and and this on-demand uh, kind of promotional products world is is so important is because, again, we change the conversation from being, you know, how much for this widget to how much does this help my brand, um, what's the cost per impression, but it also gives the perceived product, you know, the, the, the end product, it could be the exact same thing as a product that's made in bulk, um, it could be the exact same product, but this perceived value of a product that's personalized to me is much greater. So by changing that perceived value, um, it, it also comes with a bit of openness from the consumer to kind of connect with that brand. Um, you know, one thing that stands out to me is the kind of hot button issues over the last year, things like GDPR, um, the stuff going on a, a few months back with Facebook and, and having to be at Congress for privacy issues and, you know, we all have concerns about that stuff, and so we tend to really kind of close ourselves off from from sharing too much because we're, we're worried about, you know, like I said, you put put that stuff out there, what's that going to do? But when we come across something that really speaks to us, that really means something to us, that you know, kind of just personalized to me, I think that kind of changes things because now it changes the the conversation into okay, this brand actually cares about me as a person. I, I feel like they're going to take care of my information, you know, and, and they're going to you know, become more open to sharing the data that, that as, as a brand that they need to market uh, to these folks. So um, I do think that it does change that. I think it makes them much more willing. You know, I, I personally, you know, if I had something where it really spoke to me, you know, maybe it was a picture of my son or something like that, Heck, I'd be able to, willing to give away a lot more. You know, they want my social security number, sure. <laughs> but you know, that that's kind of a, a joke in a way. But I, I think that it is really interesting how people change so quickly. We go from being completely closed off, going, "Oh my gosh, I got to protect my privacy," to going, "Oh my gosh, I really want that personalized product, that awesome hoodie, or, or whatever the case may be." That also happens to speak to me because it's got a slogan on it that, that means something personally to my heart. I don't care so much about privacy anymore. So um, I, I think that kind of is, is where I fall on that side of things. 
So just as the conversation about, you know, privacy and how open you're going to be with these companies shifts, I think, too, there's this um, the shift in, in the conversation about price. And when customized products are in play, you've touched on this a little bit just a few minutes ago, um, you know, price is less of a focus. So why is that? I mean, it sounds like, you know, if something has sentimental value and has a personalized aspect to it, price is just not as important. And that, you know, that the skimming on the pennies, you know, trying to get the lowest possible price, is just not as important anymore. Yeah. And, I, and I, yeah, like you said, I kind of have alluded to that a little bit. I tried to save as much as I could for, for this question, but I think it all kind of wraps itself together. And, you know, commercial products companies are selling the ones that are going after this avenue and, and are really looking at this from a different angle um, are selling in a whole different way, like I mentioned. Um, you know, like you just said, they're, they're not really concerning themselves too much with the cost per item discussion. I mean, almost in an arrogant way, it's kind of interesting to kind of watch, but like, you're going to pay whatever I tell you you're going to pay for this because you're going to love it kind of thing. So, you know, it does require a whole different mindset. Uh, You kind of go away from being a salesperson into becoming more of a project manager, more of a looking at what this is going to do for the brand as a whole, not necessarily you know, what this USB uh, key is going to be printed with, but you're now talking about how does that come into the whole process? You know, how does that help this brand with their awareness? How does this help this brand connect with people? How does it help this brand, like you said, get more information out of customers that they need to be able to market successfully? So, um you know, I think an analogy that I've kind of used in talking about similar stuff like that is, you know, if I'm wearing my XYZ branded all over personalized performance wear pullover, that's a, that's a mouthful there, but, uh, you know, the, all of those keywords that makes that thing more valuable to me, um, you know, I'm going to wear that every day and more and more people are going to see that. So, um, but then on the flip side of that, if I wear, you know, the, the competitor's XYZ t-shirt that's a one color generic plain old t-shirt, the likelihood of me wearing that all the time is, is going to go down drastically. You know, I may wear it once or maybe not even just wear it when I'm mowing the lawn and it goes into the bottom of the t-shirt pile, and that does nothing for that brand. They, they get no brand recognition out of that <clears throat> versus that other piece that I'm wearing all the time. I'm proud of it. I'm probably talking to other people about it, um, and, and I make that connection with that brand. Now, both those products have wildly different costs involved with it. You know, you've got a, I'm just throwing out numbers here, $25, 30 40 $50 garment uh, that I'm wearing all the time versus maybe a, an 8 to 10 to $15 T-shirt that I'm not wearing very often. But if you can have that conversation with the brand about how they look at that, how, how they kind of look at the metrics of that and what's the cost per impression what's the cost for times that somebody else is going to see that brand you know you can you can easily justify that 30 40 dollar pullover versus an eight dollar t-shirt if you're talking to them about that cost per impression so um you know it just is a completely different mindset i think of, of how you're approaching the brands and um you know, you're you're now looking for shorter run, higher profit kind of projects as opposed to ten thousand piece orders that you know you mentioned you're fighting for pennies over. So 
And one of the um, the other aspects of this that we touch on in the article is the live customization, um, the the events, the opportunities that they give um, uh, attendees of events. Uh, you know, the opportunity to kind of design their own their own products. And one of the ones that we feature in the article took place at the Cannes Lions International Festival of Creativity this past June, um, where attendees they chose a Google Doodle from Google's archives and they designed a trucker hat with their favorite doodle. And then they watched the headwear being printed in front of them. They bought the hat and then they wore the Google hat all over this huge festival. So what's the appeal of live customization for both the participants who are actually designing the products and the brand that's the focus of a particular activation? Yeah. Well, that example you just gave, I think is, is probably the perfect uh, why for that whole thing. Not only did uh, Google get a ton of recognition from everybody wearing them, but Google also got people to actually pay to wear their brands. I mean, that, that's uh, that's really cool right there. And I've kind of been in the decorating industry for, for 19 years. I've been in sublimation for about eight. And, and to me, you know, a big part of it is, of the live portion of it is, I love seeing that stuff come off the end of the production line. I love seeing that finished product. And then no matter how many times I've, I've seen it, it's still, it's just kind of a, inspiring to go from a, a plain white this into a really cool piece that I'm, I'm going to love for a long time. And I, and I think everybody has that that interest in, in feeling like they're seeing the magic, they're seeing behind the curtain um, when they are involved in a live event like that. You, know, you mentioned with the, the Google piece there, they chose the piece. They were involved in the design. It was all about that consumer and their connection with it, and it made it just that much more... Uh, of a of a memory, not just a hat that they had that goes with the other hats. It's it's now a memory of their time at the film festival where they got to be part of that process, and and I think that's that's really kind of what what the appeal is, and, and why more and more people are are looking towards that. You know, some of the big fashion brands even are, are looking towards those kinds of things. You know, their, their mall business has pretty much died, and the way they're getting people back to the malls is these live events, these pop-up stores where you come in and you still get a Ralph Lauren garment, but you help design it. And, and it was made there while you waited and they text you when it's done and, and all of these cool technology pieces that make you feel part of the process. Um, that's, to me, where it really kind of works for the consumer. And then, like we mentioned, as far as the brand goes, you're getting people that love wearing that stuff, they show it off, and a lot of times they're even paying for it themselves. So you're getting free publicity in a way. And finally, where are you expecting demand for customized products to go over the next few years, particularly in this industry, in the promo industry? Well, um, there, there's some really, I think, cool stuff happening all around kind of the surrounding worlds. You know, I mentioned fashion a couple of times during this conversation. Uh, I think the fast fashion kind of scenario is, is something that's going to continue to grow probably faster than any of us even realize. Um, you know, you talked about uh, the, the M Taylor where people are using an app or, you know, I know there's places where you can go and, and walk into kind of a body scanner. And, you know, I think all that stuff's going to change. You know, there's no longer going to be a small, medium, and a large. Um, there's going to be an Aaron size. There's going to be a Sarah size uh, that, that we order from now. And, and so I think that's a, a huge change that the commercial products industry also needs to understand. I, I think, um, you know, you guys, in fact, I'm going to just got a note here because I want get to it, get it right. You guys uh, 
mentioned in recent uh, survey of some sort that uh, 58% of all people uh, own a promotional product t-shirt, making it one of the largest promotional products owned. And now when that promotional product piece is changed because people no longer want the large two-color t-shirt, they want an Aaron-sized garment that's my colors with my personal style, um, you know, I, I think we've got to be aware of that. We've got to understand how we can change from a perspective of selling, from a perspective of understanding the processes um, and working with with the right vendors and, you know, working with people that understand where the technology is going. So, um, you know, I think those are some of the, the big things that, you know, I'm not real sure how quickly, but I think it'll be a lot quicker than we probably realize where where things really change with the clothes that we're wearing. Um, and in turn, the commercial products industry has to understand how they can be part of that. Wonderful. Well, thanks, Aaron, for joining us today. Again, that was Aaron Montgomery of the Two Regular Guys podcast. To hear more from Aaron and other industry experts, check out the September 2018 issue of Advantages Magazine in print or online at ASICentral.com. Thanks for listening.